0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now the new SPHE Junior Cycle Curriculum is on the horizon, and it deals with topics like gender identity and pornography. And in advance uh, of it coming on stream, a public consultation was carried out. Uh, the National uh, Council for Curriculum and Assessment uh, uh, contracted this consultation, and it flagged a number of issues. Uh, one was a concern about the level of opt-out that might happen and how that opt-out would be managed. In other words, parents who don't want their children being taught in school about some aspects of gender identity or pornography or whatever it happens to be. Mary Creedon is with me. She's an SPHE teacher and coordinator. She's a member of the Irish Education Alliance and a member of the Parents' Rights Alliance. Mary, you're welcome to the show. T- tell me a little bit, first of all, before we kind of express opinion about whether it's right or wrong, tell me a little bit about the curriculum and how it is changing. Uh,
1: hello, Kieran. Thanks very much for having me on. Um well, I tell you, the the new curriculum really um, consists of about thirty-seven learning outcomes, and it's divided into four strands. Now, most of those learning outcomes are absolutely fabulous, bar six to eight. There's about eight of them there, in which people would have issues about. Okay. Now, originally, um, the the gender ideology section of it is not um, it's not a standalone section. It's actually integrated, and this is causing huge concern to people. Um, The course is actually structured around four strands, and the first strand is all about understanding myself and others. And that strand focuses on developing self-awareness and self-esteem, and that's lovely, that's perfect, that's all very relevant, say, to the lives of 12 to 5-year-olds. But there's a learning outcome then within that strand whereby students are asked to appreciate that sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression are core parts of human identity and that each is experienced along a spectrum. Now, I think and a lot of teachers think, a lot of teachers in the Irish Education Alliance and a lot of parents think that this is a hugely flawed learning outcome as it is not everyone's opinion.
0: Okay. So and we w-
1: feel that this learning outcome shouldn't be included in the specification. So, as so it's not
0: it, Yeah, okay. I, I sorry to go across so it's it's just it's your view that this is not a statement of scientific or biological fact. This is an yes. expression of opinion.
1: Yes, yes. Um, because like uh, gender ideology gender identity is an ideology not a, a biological fact there are two sexes male and female yet the curriculum 1.4 is stating that gender identity is a core part of human identity um so therefore um, yeah. it you know people are being deliberately misrepresenting um re- misrepresenting this to school children but the question is if that uh, if we're allowed to teach that on the curriculum it will pose a huge risk: psychological, emotional, and physical harm to children. But if it would it be in contravention of Section 9D of the Education Act? What's um, that? Um, whereby the um, where you're asked to promote the schools under Section 9D of the Education Act, schools have a statutory duty to promote the moral. Spiritual, social, and personal development of students, and provide health education to them in consultation with their parents, okay. and having regard to but crisis, what, so why
0: why would why would telling children that gender identity they're not saying that gender the biological gender is on a spectrum, but rather that gender identity is on a spectrum. Why would that contravene that aspect, Section nine D of the Education Act?
1: Well, parents um, are the first educators, and a lot of parents. Um, are, um, don't agree with that. It, 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 that's an opinion and they feel it's seriously flawed and um, they, they feel that it shouldn't be on the curriculum.
0: And and tell me a little, because Padre Tobin, the a and leader, is with us as well. And Pater, I'm going to come to you in a moment, but Mary, this opt-out option, I mean, yeah. some people listening to this will think, well, then just, you know, is is there not an opt-out Uh, option there a box you can take, and then they don't learn that
1: see it's going to be very it's going to be very difficult because that learning outcome is actually integrated throughout the SBEG curriculum like you haven't yet even got on to section three or strand three the relationships and sexuality so it's just going to make it more difficult for schools um, to allow children to opt out. And it's every parent's right to have their child opt out.
0: OK, so so this is infused into different aspects of the curriculum. Very hard to
1: yeah. to kind of yeah.
0: sit out just for this bit and to yeah. absorb yeah. the rest of the uh, curriculum. Take a huge
1: amount of planning.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, stay with us there, Mary. Padra Tobin, as I say, is with us. Patter, have you concerns about this?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, I do think that parents know their children the best. And I think that parents have their children's best interests at heart. And um, I think, you know, you need to put parents at the at the center of any education system. Uh, I do agree uh, with Mary there that, you know, um, it, it should always be based on science. And, you know, the issue of gender ideology is incredibly controversial. And unfortunately, it's become a really heated and, you know, um, you know, debate, like, you know, you see what's happening to J.K. Rowling, for example, in relation to these issues, you know, just for stating that a woman is a female adult. Uh, it's become very, very political. Um, and there is a worry amongst many parents that, you know, that this is being brought into the classroom. Um, you know, there's, you know, in this country at the moment, there seems to be a policy by the state of gender affirmation. And in the likes of Britain, for example, in Tavistock, what we've seen is that, you know, where we have just gender affirmation and, you know, children are given help in relation to understanding why they might have, um, you know, uh, is concerns about their agenda, uh, gender identity, um, that's, you know, that leads to difficulties. It leads to children taking steps in terms of, you know, uh, hormone treatment, uh, potentially, you know, um, operations or surgery. Uh, and in many cases, you know, children can actually just go through a phase and come out the other side of the phase. And what we have then is children who have, you know, been altered radically yeah, but, um, because of, you know, that gender affirmation theory. And to me, it looks like, and to many parents, it looks like that gender affirmation theory has been put in the heart may, of the education. But uh,
0: maybe, because here, an alternative explanation is, uh, yes, all that stuff is happening and, and people people can identify as, as as a different gender. And people maybe just be going through a phase. You're absolutely right. But you need to equip children then with the knowledge information so they can understand this themselves as well, to a degree. And that's partly what the curriculum does. Well, this, I think this is that. happening, whether it be a phase or not, in in each particular case. I mean, that, that has to be dealt with, discussed in a case-by-case basis. Case but at least the curriculum acknowledges that the conversation is happening.
2: Yeah, so, for example, many children might feel that they have a different uh, Gender or suffer from gender dysphoria uh, for many re- many reasons. Um, you know, autism can have you know an input into a uh, children's understanding of of their gender. But what happens is if you don't give a child the proper supports uh, in terms of psychiatric supports, psychology supports, um, educational you're not actually supports. dealing with the cause of of the issue. No, I know, you're but I but I just
0: but, but well, I suppose what I'm getting at is 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 some people might suggest that the new curriculum could be described as one of the supports you say is needed, in that it's an but educational it's, it's, support. It just equips it them with information.
2: But those supports are not in the, in, in the curriculum as we see them. What, what's there at the moment is simply gender affirmation uh, in relation to these issues. Um, and, you know, like there's big, like, the, the, you know, the experts themselves don't agree with this issue. And I think it's, it's very, very, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not responsible for the department, I believe, to go down a route which is an ideological route without the scientific basis effort because we owe our children uh, due diligence in terms of, you know, what journey we bring them on in their, in their understanding of these issues. And without those supports, you know, we could have a situation where many children could could suffer significantly uh, as a result of, um, you know, uh, this journey that they're being brought on. You know, the, the issue as well that many parents have is around pornography too. Um, now, personally, I've been on... Speaking with you yourself, that we need to do a lot more as a country to stop pornography being being uh, targeted at our children, um, and it's in- quite incredible that children are consuming pornography at a very young age, as young as ten years old in, mm-hmm. in certain circumstances. Um, but there, there is a worry about uh, some parents feel, well, how how is it going to be dealt with? You know, if children are taught that you know pornography is dangerous, that it leads to um, you know, sexual violence It can lead to gender-based violence. Well, that's a, that's a positive thing in the education system. We, we should be equipping our kids to yeah. understand that. But there will be other people who would have a view over ethical pornography or potentially benign pornography, that maybe children can use pornography positively. Um, and there would be a worry that, you know, that would be the, the elements in, in how it's discussed. And, and, for example, I've heard people speak on the radio um, from this background to say that, you know, kids could study, let's say, the script of a pornographic film to understand what pornography yeah. is about. And again, for many parents, you know, parents I, don't, I don't think there's that.
0: much danger, is there, of Irish teachers in Irish classrooms telling kids that pornography is benign it's it's this is like, it's it kind of, like i suppose i'm making a similar point to uh, the gender affirmation point or the gender fluidity point is, is this not about as you say recognizing it's happening and children are accessing it and equipping them with the information like that they know this is not real life
2: okay so so what what, what i would say to all of those things right that kids need to know about them but the point of the matter is it's the framework of the ethos or the ethics in which they're communicated is the key point here. Mm. And for me, my worry is that the, the, um, the NCCA curriculum doesn't allow for that type of, let's say, pluralism, you know, to allow for differences in, te- uh, in parents' views. So for example, we live in a pluralist state. There is a polar- polarity of views around these issues. But my worry is that the state is creating a uniform ideology in our education system and therefore not giving parents a chance Mm -hmm. uh, to make a decision in relation to it and even to opt out of the particular class is very difficult because it's ingrained across the whole curriculum
0: Alright, well listen Padder thanks for your time Padder Tobin is the Two leader TD as well Mary Creedon was with us she's an SPHE teacher and coordinator and a member of the Irish Education Alliance and the Parents Rights Alliance
1: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Coddighy with Nissan Weekdays from 4.0 on news talk